You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert. Even before you start, that was a preemptive shh. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. I already had someone created in my image. He's evil and he wants to take over the world. And he fits easily into most overhead storage bins. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Happy Hour. I'm Rico, Austin sitting across from me. Um, and Strick is in. Strick is here. We're good. Strick is, Strick is hanging out. I don't know. He's, I don't know. He looks weird. He's just, he looks like he's hurting somehow. I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, I hope he's okay. Um, so we have a little bit of a Dylan Raiola talk, a little bit of an NBA playoffs talk, but I really just want to start off with this. I don't know how many people will be interested in this or how many people know this is happening. Um, the WNBA season starts in a couple of days. Okay. And... For anybody who doesn't know, there are only 12 teams in the WNBA. Uh, those those teams can carry a max of 12 players per roster. They had their draft a couple months ago. And um, as of right now, a decent amount of players drafted in the first round have been released by the teams that drafted them because the rosters, they can only carry 12 and there's only 12 teams, and some of these teams have, not aging, but but older rosters that they believe can help them win right now when they, they don't feel the need to have new faces on their roster to, to do anything with the chemistry. But they've gone through a couple preseason games, and for the most part, these teams kind of know that they're not going to sign these rookies. And, and a couple of days before the season is set to begin, Bria Beal who was a uh, South Carolina standout, and Destiny Henderson. Actually, hold on. Uh, no, Bria Beal, who, yeah, uh, South Carolina standout, and was the number 24 pick in last year in this this couple of months ago's WNBA draft has been waived by the Minnesota Lynx. Does that make her Miss Irrelevant? No, because she was in the first round. There are two rounds. Two rounds. Yeah, she was the first. I, I don't know. If actually. she's the 24th, 24th pick, overall... I don't that know would be was. two she times twelve is twenty four. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I said my, no if we my use brain that is term. my brain isn't working right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess she would have been Mrs. Irrelevant. But Bria Beal was a standout for the South Carolina. Uh, was waived by the Minnesota Lynx and the Indiana Fever have waived uh, South Carolina Gamecocks guard Destiny Henderson, who was their second round pick. Um, there are also some other players. The number this and this is what's what's really weird. So you get some second round picks that are waived, and you're like, okay, you know, second round they were taking a swing, and maybe it didn't work out too well. Um, the Dallas Wings took former Maryland guard Abby Myers, number 11 overall. She was waived uh, a few days ago. Uh, former national champion LSU guard second-round pick Alexis Morris waived by the Connecticut Sun. And former Iowa center and third-round pick – okay, so there's more than two rounds. Third-round pick Monica Cisnano was waived by the Los Angeles Sparks. There are way too many rookies getting cut by these teams. I do know – um, that there was a top five pick in last year's draft that didn't end up making her team because they believed that they were were all good with their aging roster. And um, to me, this just shows that the WNBA needs more teams because, as I said before, you only have 12 teams with 12 roster spots. Either find a way to expand those roster spots or expand the league and get more than 12 teams because I I don't know how many of them were seniors Actually, no. They're all. They were all seniors. None of them really could, unless they had a COVID year, could have mm-hmm. gone back to play. 
because that's how it is in the WNBA. There is no early leaving like like for the NBA and for men's basketball. Um, but I, I don't know if they could have had an opportunity to play elsewhere and they decided to shelve that in order to take a chance at making WNBA. And now that's kind of, you know, the rug's kind of pulled out from under them. I, I don't feel like that's, and I know it's a profession, it's a job, and, you know, being fair or whatever in the real world doesn't really matter. But it's not fair to these women who have worked so hard to get to this level to to put in all this work, be first-round, second-round draft picks, make it through the preseason, and then a couple of days before, just bye. That's that. But I mean, it, it, I, and that's. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It happens in the NFL. It happens in the NBA. It happens all the time to to everybody. But there are more opportunities in those other leagues because there are so many other teams. Whereas now in the WNBA, with only twelve teams, you have players who have played for five years who you think are going to be cornerstones of your franchise. You're not going to release them. You've got aging players who have played, you know, upwards of of eight, ten years. You're not going to release them. What do you do? You have to draft somebody. You draft them. You, you let them play for a little bit, and they're like, okay, bye. Which is wild, because as we look at how you build teams you know, in other leagues, it's you want that young talent there to supplement your you know, more established talent, so then you can keep it going. That's kind of the goal. To you know, take a first-round, second-round pick and then just say bye right before the season starts, I don't think that's good for the league. Because then you have to be, you know, one, being one of the top 12 on your team as a rookie is difficult. It just is plain and simple. So I, I don't, I don't think it's good for the league long term that you're taking these players in the first round and then just getting rid of them. Obviously, had, adding more teams would help. You know, why not see if you can add four more teams, get to sixteen, mm-hmm. you know, two eight team conferences, sort of thing. Or what if you know, if a, however many rounds the draft is, what if you can have a, a practice squad? Right for these these players, even if you don't keep all of them, say it's a five round draft and you keep you know your first, second, and fourth round picks yep. after you're done with training camp. At least you have something there in case someone gets hurt. They can you know get acclimated to the professional game, the travel, everything that goes into it. Still have a paycheck, not have to look somewhere else, do what they've dreamed of doing their whole life. Mm-hmm. Even if you you don't expand rosters, even if they're not making you know maybe as much as they should for professional athletes. At least it's something. It'd be a step in the right direction, not just you know for a year-to-year thing, but for the growth of the game and the team's long-term success. I would think. Mm-hmm. And and you know, a couple of texts coming in about not having enough money uh, in the WNBA. You look at some of these preseason um, arenas for these preseason games. I think it was the Los Angeles or the Las Vegas Aces who are coming off of winning the WNBA championship and and adding some supreme talent uh, to their roster. Um, they sold out the arena that they played in. Like it was, it was, it was sold out. Every seat was taken, and this last year for the WNBA was one of the highest uh, grossing, I believe, highest grossing years, or or in terms of eyes um, on TVs or butts and seats at games. Uh, the WNBA did extremely well this last season, and they're only expecting, um, hopefully, more uh, more eyes and more butts and seats this season, so that. You know, in terms of the money ways, uh, that will help supplement some some more teams. I know that they've been looking into a couple expansion spots. I think they were at two, possibly at four um, cities that they're considering expanding into. And I think that that's fantastic for the game because right now, you know, you're entertained by by women's basketball at the NCAA level. You're entertained by players like uh, Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese and and you know players like that. And you know, those two more than likely, I I, I have. A lot of confidence in saying whoever ends up drafting um, 
Caitlin Clark in next year's WNBA draft, which, again, ridiculous. She has to wait four years to play in college before she can go to the WNBA. Um, she's not getting cut. She's she's going to be ready to go right away, day one there. Angel Reese, the same thing in two years for her because she's going into her junior season uh, at LSU. Same thing. I don't think she'll be cut at all. She won't have to face the, the threat of that. But some players who, you know, Abria Beal, a, a fantastic player at South Carolina, now she's going to have to possibly look overseas to play. And I know there were a couple players. I know there was one for sure that um, I think she was on that South Carolina roster. She's going to Puerto Rico to play now. I know there are some players who, you know, go overseas to, to Europe to play in Italy and, and places like that. So it, it's not the end of the rope, end of the world for them uh, or end of the road. But to play in those preseason games with this team and then, you know, be a first or second round pick and then get cut um, just seems kind of ridiculous for 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 a professional franchise because you're not seeing you know you're not you're not seeing first and second round picks in the nfl get cut i know there's more teams but you're not seeing them get cut they make the team mm-hmm. you're not seeing first first round picks in the nba get cut they make the team at least for a year or they go to the g league yeah mm-hmm. here's what you do denver kansas city new orleans and somewhere in florida i'm surprised new orleans doesn't have one I'm just saying that's where you put your next four teams. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Those four those four cities could do it. I mean, Las Vegas is already doing their own thing. They've and like I said, the first franchise in Las Vegas to win a title, Las Vegas Aces. Yeah. Shout out to them. And now their coach is suspended for two games. Yep, suspended for two games for <laughs> I don't even know what the reason was. Some some respect conduct. in the workplace. She apparently made a comment about a pregnant player. Mm. Yep, that'll do it. That's not uh, not a good look. Not a good look there, Becky. Although she is being looked at and courted by the Toronto Raptors. She is. I don't think she's leaving. As is J.J. Redick. That's weird. We can get into that uh, later. Um, But Strick is here. We'll head to a break, hit a little bit of crossover with Strick. Maybe ask a little bit of the NBA Conference Finals. I don't want to get into too much because I'm sure that's something that you guys are going to talk about. uh, And that's something that he'll want to talk about as well. Ask him about uh, the John Morant situation (laughs) because I know he'll have some thoughts on that again. Um, and then, uh, what else? What else? There was something else in the NBA that I wanted to, oh, Doc Rivers is out. I haven't talked about that yet on, on any of the shows. I don't believe Doc Rivers officially released by the Philadelphia 76ers after making the playoffs three straight seasons, making the conference semifinals three straight seasons, um, released by the 76ers. Good move, bad move. Who knows? We'll be back on the happy hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.